Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me once again today on this chapter of the journey where we find ourselves in James, the fourth chapter, and it was verse eight that resonated rather deeply in me this morning. It says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Today's podcast is entitled, Damned Spots. There's a classic scene in Shakespeare's Macbeth, in which Lady Macbeth and her husband have murdered the King of Scotland, who's spending the night in their home. Now, Macbeth had received the prophetic word that he would be king someday, and the king then, King Duncan, unexpectedly shows up for a visit on his travels through the region. The couple, Macbeth and his lady, decide that it's their place to make the prophecy come true, and so they murder the king. In classic Shakespearean st- storytelling, the murder successfully launches a chain of events that does indeed put Macbeth on the throne, but it also launches a chain of events that destroy the couple and their lives. In the final act, Lady Macbeth is descending into madness. Her servant notes that Lady Macbeth often walks in her sleep and acts really strangely, so she and a physician watch together as Lady Macbeth, sleepwalking in the middle of the night, struggles to wash the blood of her victims off her hands. From from the script, quote, out, damned spot, out, I say. Who would have thought the old man to have had so much blood in him? What, will these hands ne'er be clean? Here's the smell of the blood still. All the perfumes of Arabia will not sweeten this little hand. Ugh, ugh. Uh, wash your hands, put on your nightgown, look not so pale. I tell you yet again, Banquo's buried. He cannot come out of the grave. To bed, to bed. There's knocking at the gate. Come, 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 give me your hand. What's done cannot be undone. To bed, to bed, to bed. That's Macbeth, Act 5, Scene 1. And by the way, if you'd like to see the scene done really well, I've posted a YouTube on the text version of today's podcast at TomVanderwill.com. Almost anyone who's committed awful acts can attest to the fact that a guilty conscience can really do a number on you. I know this because I write from personal experience. Along my life journey, my hands have been stained with the consequences of my own willful transgressions, and I remember vividly the pit of despair, the sleepless nights, the heaviness of soul that reverberates with Lady Macbeth's question, what will these hands never be clean? Now in today's chapter, James begins by calling out those who have allowed their unchecked passions, their appetites, their greed, their selfishness to lead to transgressions and the often dark consequences of the soul that accompany them. And James urges, First, come near to God, and he will come near to you. Now, like the prodigal son, like Lady Macbeth, when I wallowed in the slop of my own making and wrung my hands in the hopes of washing away the stains, it was a futile exercise. 
It was only when the prodigal returned home, came near to the father, that the situation began to change. Second, James says, wash your hands. Now notice that the washing of hands comes after the coming near. This is not a coincidence because in my experience, it was not me doing the washing. It was Jesus who washed my feet of the dirt of where I'd been. It was the living water that sprang up to wipe my stubbornly stained conscience clean. In his letter to the followers of Jesus in Corinth, Paul addressed those among that local gathering of Jesus' followers who had once been immoral, adulterers, drunkards, slanders. And then he said, quote, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God, end quote. And then third, James says, purify your hearts. Again, purification from my sins was not something that I did. It was something that Jesus did for me. And once again, like the prodigal, all I did was to come near and confess. And as John wrote to the followers of Jesus, quote, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness, end quote. I found myself like the woman caught in adultery. One moment I was lying in the naked shame of what I had done. And the next moment I find that Jesus had not condemned me, but had washed me, purified me, and given me a clean start. Doesn't everybody need a clean start somewhere along the road of life? And it was after that that Jesus, like the woman caught in adultery, said to me, go and don't go back to those dark, dirty places. Now, this is what I found crucial to understanding the way of Jesus. The repentance or the turning away from my sin was not the result of me being shamed or condemned or threatened. It was the result of experiencing Jesus' kindness as he washed my stains clean and purified my spotted soul when I didn't deserve it. Macbeth and his lady, I'm afraid, did not experience this grace and forgiveness. Lady Macbeth dies, leaving her husband to cynically reflect on their lives, the futile mess they'd made of things, and the meaninglessness that he finds of it all. Quote, it is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury signifying nothing. And if you'd like to see Patrick Stewart <laughs> read that soliloquy, check out the post of today's podcast at tombanderwell.com. In the quiet this morning, I find myself grateful that in the deepest and darkest stretches of my journey, I was afforded the grace to come near to Christ and experience my damned spots washed clean. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.